I could have stayed in my job and just wait for my income to go up by 2% to 3% a year, which is not a lot. But at that point in my life, I felt that I needed to do something that I can do something better with my life. And from then on, I said that if I have done that, other women can do that. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, do we have an amazing, incredible guest lined up for you today. This lady has become a dear friend of mine. She has an incredible backstory. She is incredibly inspiring. Like me, she's an immigrant to this country, and she has a huge heart. She wants to make a difference for the largest number of people. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only, the legendary Cora Cristobal. Welcome to the show, Cora. Thank you so much, Nikki. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be given an opportunity to speak with you and to be heard by your wonderful listeners. Oh, the pleasure is all mine, my dear. Listen, Cora, the people that listen to this podcast are entrepreneurs. Many of them are experts. They're thought leaders, they're coaches, they're consultants. And what they really want to do is they want to learn from you as our guest how they can make their life and their business better. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to be able to do that, they first need to get to know you. So they want to know how you got to be the great Cora Cristobal. Tell us your backstory. <laughs> Thank you for your kind words. I'm just a regular person who took special steps and special uh, actions that brought me to where I am now. And if I have done it, anybody can do it. That's one thing for sure that I can tell your listeners. Fantastic. So tell us your story. Okay, so as you mentioned, I am an immigrant, just like a lot of us are immigrants in this new country. And I'm relatively a new immigrant some 17 years ago from a small country in Asia called the Philippines. So my background is accounting. I'm a certified public accountant and a real estate broker from the Philippines and had a great accounting career as well as a real estate career back in the Philippines. But uh, something happened that brought me to Canada, and I don't like to talk too much about it, but something happened that brought us to Canada. So I went to Canada in uh, 2002 uh, with my then-husband and four children, uh, two girls and two boys. They were still in their, uh, like I would say, age 9 to 15, so they were like young teenagers. And uh, soon enough, uh, I started to have an issue with my second daughter, who was then 15. When I say uh, issues, you talk about uh, she skipping classes, she um, was missing at home. She missing at home for not only a day, a week, but even months. And and I had... Uh, 
really a tough time with this second daughter that ended up in her getting expelled from school and I could not locate her and she would go to jail and she would go to social welfare house and a lot of stuff that 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 uh, you can imagine and and to and to add insult to injury my then husband gave up on her and said that he would just leave Canada and go back to my country. And so he left and I was left with my four young children. So knew the situation then was new immigrant in Canada, four young children and left on my own. And at the time I was an accounting clerk. You see, when you are in, you're in Canada, you have to start all over again, right? And and my salary was, I think it was only $35,000 per year as an accounting clerk. So it was a difficult time for me, right? And when you are uh, caught in that situation, as a human being, uh, it's just normal that uh, I was really very confused and and lost hope and I did not have any direction. Not much family here. Of course, I have a brother, but, but there's not enough support uh, moral support for me because I was new in Canada, right? But uh, uh, it brought me to a lot of reflection, meditation, and deep thinking. And I said to myself, there must be some message that's, that is being sent to me by God. And, and I did a lot of reflection. And later on, as if I was being... Um, uh, given some signs where I should be going. And of course, uh, first and foremost for me was survival. I needed to survive in this new country. So what I did, I took license in real estate. I was working practically seven days a week, almost 24 hours a day. And that taught me how to be creative, how to be closer to God and how to have more discipline and how to learn new things. And I started to go to events. And that's when I met uh, my mentor, whom I hired immediately. I took actions like hiring a mentor, getting my license, going to events, learning new things, wrote a book. And that brought me to go on stages because it inspired me. It inspired me to put up Toronto Women's Club because I was thinking if it happened to me, it could happen also to other people. So it gave me a new meaning in life. It gave me a new purpose and meaning in life. And to have that uh, that movement, that mission and vision to form Toronto Women's Club, whose main objective or whose main uh, uh, mission and vision is to, is to lead, to inspire, to educate and empower women. So I was getting more and more motivated and, and I was going through a big evolution and transformation when I was finding myself and being closer to God and finding my new purpose in life. So that is how, uh, how I, uh, my story came about. The new chapter in my life came about. So Cora, wow, I did not know all those things about you. I've known you for a little while. That's 
That's an unbelievable story. Uh, as a parent of two sons, 13 and 11, I am constantly concerned about all the influences that are around them, wanting to make sure that they have the best chance possible to have a great life, don't get into trouble, because it's so easy for kids to get into trouble. My heart, mm. my heart goes out to you for what you had to deal with. And then you had to deal with your husband at the time, uh, losing belief, losing faith in himself mm. and his ability to lead a family, and you needing to rely on yourself to make it all happen. And with the grace mm. of God, you found the strength to do what you needed to do and you were able to bring yourself to a new place. You were able to earn money, you were able to take care of your children, and now you inspire other women with this incredible organization, the Toronto Women's Club. So talk to me a little bit about what the Toronto Women's Club is all about, why you decided to start it, and why women all over Toronto are attracted to joining it. Yes. Uh so Toronto Women's Club, by the way, was formed on February 18, 2017. So Toronto Women's Club is only two and a half years old, right? At this point, two and a half years old. And when I founded Toronto Women's Club, my only mission and vision is to, as I mentioned, is to inspire and empower women. So how do I do that? In the last two and a half years, I have regularly delivered, given quarterly trainings. And this is a live whole day event every quarter, which is normally held February, April, September or October and December, depending on availability of the venue, right? And I have religiously given four quarterly events, live events that runs for, for uh, eight hours, nine to five or nine to six. And I invite uh, inspirational and motivational speakers that talk about topics like how do you overcome obstacles in life or how do you attract wealth or how do you become successful or how do you empower yourself? So these are more of motivational motivational uh, topics that I give, right? And the likes of Raymond Aaron, Sunil Tulshani, Karen Mullen, Dr. Kim Redman, and other speakers. So probably you know who are these people, right? Dr. Kim Redman is an NLP. I have several NLP uh, practitioners and masters who have come to the event who gave workshops and who have given uh, sessions on how you can apply NLP in your life or or uh, Sunil Toshani talking about book writing and how you can become speakers, same as uh, Raymond Aaron who talks about book writing or how you can become successful from your spirituality rather than than the physical world and all this kind of stuff, right? So this is what we do. And it's not only the education, but it is the camaraderie and and uh, networking and supporting businesses that attract these people to come to my club. And it's not only women. In the beginning, I created this club uh, for, for the sake of the women, but sometimes there are half of the audience is men. And I have about 10 or 11 uh, men who became members. So this is actually open to everybody now, but it has attracted men. And also 
it has attracted uh, people not only in Toronto, but even in as far as New Jersey, in as far as uh, uh, London, in as far as Winnipeg, Manitoba. Because when I speak in other places outside of Toronto, and I introduce Toronto Women's Club, some of them becomes member, right? So that's what, what is Toronto Women's Club is all about. You know, here's what I want to say to you. It's wonderful that you're doing so many things for women. I know Raymond very well. He's been uh, someone who I've been a client of, and he's been a client of mine. He, um, back about uh, 11, 12 years ago, he was doing something called the Polar Race, which was this foot race to the North Pole. And I used to be a top fitness trainer back then. And I coached him and I prepared him and got him ready to do that and, and complete it successfully. Because believe me, 62, doing a, the world's toughest race isn't easy, especially when there's polar bears that, that could eat you, <laughs> you know? So Raymond is a great guy. He's got a big heart. I don't know the other folks as well, but I can I can say that I know your heart. You've got a big heart. You want to help people. And that's something that really inspires me and has attracted me to want to come and be a part of, of what you do. And you've graciously invited me to come speak at one of your upcoming events in September. And I'm very graciously touched by that and, and happy to accept because I believe in you. I believe in what you're trying to do. And I know that you have people's best interests at heart. And this day and age, that goes a long way. So God bless you, Cora. Thank you, Nikki. You know, talking about Raymond Aaron and and his trip to Polar Race, I have been seeing his uh, slight presentation on his Polar Polar Race, and I didn't know that you were the one who mentored him how to do that. And it's really an incredible feat and a, a, an accomplishment for Raymond Aaron, who at that age was able to do that. So I congratulate you for that. And you are the the person behind the success of Raymond Aaron having gone through that polar race. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was a, it was a fun time. I thought he was crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> when he said to me he wanted to do this, <laughs> But mm -hmm. he was determined and he said, will you help me? And I said, I'll help you. And uh, we took two years to really prepare him to be able to do it. Because when I met him, he was uh, uh, fat and out of shape. And he, he'll tell you the truth. Yeah. That's what he was. He was fat and he was out of shape. And he wanted to run 353 miles, dragging a 100-mile 100-pound sled behind him. And there's no way he was going to be able to do that. So we had to get him in shape. We had to get him to lose weight. We had to strengthen yeah. him uh, physically, mentally, emotionally to be able to handle this. Because frankly, the, the physical strength I was the least worried about. It was the mental and the emotional strength that I was the most concerned about. Because, you know, this is something that was way out of this man's comfort zone or his ability to conceive before he said, I'm going to do it. So, it was important that we make him mentally strong to be able to handle something so physically difficult. And he became strong enough and he did it. And, you know, he did the work. I, I just told him what to do, you know, which is the job of a good mentor. That's one of the things we talk about in terms of thought leadership is you, you need to have 
real expertise. You need to have a strong message. You, you need to be able to position yourself, but you also need to have great mentors and peers all around you. And Raymond understands this, which is why he gets good peers and good mentors around him all the time. And it's important that people do this, which is one of the reasons I think you created Toronto Women's Club is because you want to create a great peer group for people and great mentorship for them through yourself and some of the people you partnered with to make that real for them. Isn't that correct? Yes, it is correct. Absolutely. I agree with you, Nikki. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. So, Cora, you've been doing this in the last little while. You you went from uh, an accounting clerk who was making 35000 a year. Now you're well into the six figures into your own level of success. You're inspiring a ton of other people to have that be possible and real for them as well. What is it that has made it so important to you to make a difference for other people? Okay, Nikki, why is it important to me to make a difference in other people? You know, at this stage in my life, I said, if I have done it, I mentioned that other people could do it. And in what I have seen, you see, women are perceived to be inferior with men, right? Men are perceived to be more superior and women are inferior. And I have experienced it myself to have doubted my capabilities, I have doubted if I can do something better than what I am, right? What, or spe- specifically where I was. And at that point in my life, when I had only $35,000 income and I have a mortgage to pay, bills to pay, how do I do that? And it is at that point in my life when I was analyzing and I was in my uh, reflection and meditation. And when I started transforming and growing and and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of uh, dedication and time and energy that when I started doing that when my mental when my mental attitude and my mind is really very very powerful and and my desire to improve my life was very very powerful and when I started accomplishing things and I discovered that power That's when I was able to discover that I have so much power. And sometimes I feel that I am even more powerful than some men. And I have started to coach also men. And so then I I realized that women, not to compete with men, that women also can do wonders and can also accomplish things that a man can do. And I don't know if I was just uh, doing that because of necessity, right? Because I was forced to, as if I had no choice. But really, I could have stayed in my job and just wait for my income to go up by 2% to 3% a year, which is not a lot. But at that point in my life, I felt that I needed to do something, that I can do something better with my life. And from then on, I said that if I have done that, other women can do that. And I don't know for whatever grace of God, as you call it, because I went all the way to Rome to find myself. I went to Rome. I was in the Vatican. I was traveling. I was going. And even in Canada, I will do my regular walks and I would commune with nature. I'm always by trees and lakes and waters and rivers. And that's when I felt I was closer to God. And then I was reading a lot of books. I was listening to audios and videos. And I was, I felt that I was vibrating at a high, higher match level. And I felt like I was very close to the universe. Universe or divine providence or God or however you call it. 
And it just brought me a new meaning. And I said, this is going to be my legacy and this is going to be my my movement that I'm going to lift up women and discover and unleash all the power that they have inside them. Because I have seen uh, women, when I started writing my book, which is The Journey to a New You, and it is based from my own experience, because the destination is not what is more important. What is more important is the journey. We enjoy the journey, and in the journey, every person, every human being has a journey, and you enjoy the journey, not necessarily the destination. Really, there is no destination until, I believe that the, 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 your destination, until you are alive, you really have no definite destination. It is a continuous evolution and a continuous journey until you are dead, right? Until you are dead. So I would like to say to women that, hey, you are more than enough to do something. You are more than enough and you have all the power. So that is how important it is to me. Well, one of one of my heroes in life is Margaret Thatcher the prime, former Prime Minister of Britain. And um, she used to say, if you want something talked about, give it to a man. And if you want something done, give it to a woman. And uh, <laughs> God knows in her case, that was certainly true. She was tougher than any 30 men put together. My own belief is men and women are, are, are wonderful. It's important to uplift women. It's important to uplift men. I'm glad you're taking a stand to uplift women, especially given your experience in life. So, Cora, we we like to end off each of our podcasts by asking you, our guest expert, for your top three expert action steps that you recommend our listener use in their life or their business to enhance it, to take it to the next level. So what do you say? Okay. Yes. Thank you, uh, Nikki. First of all, I would advise uh, uh, all our listeners to have clear goals in their life. What do you really want in your life? Because if you do not have a goal, it's like driving with no direction where you're going. You need to write your goals and make a declaration of your goals. Every beginning of the year, I do my goals. What is my goal for the next six months, for the next 12 months? for the next five years, for the next 10 years. I do not have a lifetime. What I mean to say is there is only one life to live and I would like to live it to the fullest. So many people, when you ask them what is their goal in life, they don't know. And they say, I do not know. And I would say that if you do not know, you have to spend time and effort to find it. Sometimes it is not easy. It takes time. But I, I, um, I found my um, my goal. Uh, I found my my mission and vision and my purpose in life from from my bad 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 uh, experience. And I don't mean to say that you need to have a bad experience before you will find your purpose in life. So I would suggest that you will write your goal and what do you really want in life before you can get it right? Because it's just like sailing in the ocean and not know where you are going or it's like driving with no destination. And that's why number two is... Uh, I, I hire a mentor, right? Hire a mentor. 
uh, hiring a mentor makes a lot of difference because I would say if you are living for long, like 40 years or 50 years without a mentor, and you can be looking and looking and looking until you are almost dying. And with a mentor, it's a lot easier. If you have a mentor, you can actually fast track your success, right? Because when you have a mentor, the mentor sees your potential that you do not see. You do not see your blind spot, right? You do not see your blind spot. That's one. Number two is you hire a mentor who is more successful than you are, uh, better than you are, and and who have and who have been there. For example, if I want to become a successful real estate investor, if I only have 10 properties, but I would like to double it and I would like to triple it. I needed somebody who has done it way better than I do. So a mentor will definitely fast track your success. Whereas before you have been spending 10, 20, 30 years and you didn't know what to do, a mentor will help you accomplish your goal much faster and much easier. Where it will, it will cost you money to pay a mentor, definitely, because this mentor, these mentors also invested a lot of time and money in their education and in themselves to become that successful. So you definitely have to invest some money. But look, if you don't invest in yourself, who else will invest in yourself? In the long run, you invested so much money, but the return, the ROI in yourself as a better person and the ROI to make you make more money is a lot, lot more than, than the amount that you invested in to a mentor. So that's the second one. Number three is hang out only with successful and positive people. Hang out with successful and positive people because if you hang out with the wrong people, then it will pull you down and it will have an adverse effect on your success and on your happiness. Right. And if I may say so, if you have people uh, not so positive people you are hanging out with or you are making friends with people who are not the right people for you, they can they can pull you down in some areas of your life. And it is not only about money, but also people where you have relationship, where you are regularly dealing with or you have relationship with. So I know I can give you more ways or tips on how you can become successful and happy, but I would say these are some of my tips to people how they can be successful and happy. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. So Cora, you're having uh, one of your quarterly events coming up on September 7th of this year. I'm one of the, the featured speakers. So talk to the folks about this event, you know, how they can find out more about it, how they can sign up for it, all that good stuff. Yes, my, my third quarter event is happening on September 7th. Uh, September 7th this year, and it will be happening at Hilton Garden Inn. The address is 1870 Matison Boulevard in Mississauga, and it's at the intersection of uh, Matison and Dixie Road. Yeah, and I am very, very happy to have you as my featured speaker. Yes, I'm very, very to have Nikki, Nikki as my featured speaker. It will be your first time at my event, and I am so excited to have you there as a featured speaker. And I'm very, very sure that my members and my guests 
will really get something from you, Nikki. What you are going to teach them and what you are going to share is something that the listener should not miss it. So uh, it is happening from nine o'clock to five o'clock or six o'clock. So it's a whole day event. And I'm going to have you, Nikki, and I'm going to have also Sunil Tulshani and myself. And probably I'm going to get one woman speaker also. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I'm very, very excited to be there. We're going to make sure we put all that information in the show notes. Listener, Cora Cristobal, you can just feel her heart. You can feel her passion for making a difference. And you can feel the the pain and the suffering she's gone through and risen above. And that story makes her real. It makes her compelling. And it makes her worth listening to. Make sure that you take advantage of this fantastic event. We're going to put all the information in the show notes. We're going to make sure that it gets promoted throughout our network as well. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And listener, Cora, this is where I speak to my listener for a moment and talk to them about their aspirations and their dreams. So listen in with me for a sec, Cora. So listener, you may be listening to this and thinking to yourself, wow, Cora's amazing. My God, I love her. I love her story. But can I be like Cora? Can I go out there and overcome adversity? Can I make my expertise, my heart be something that people around the world are going to want to listen to and are going to want to learn from? And the answer to this story is, of course, this question, I should say, is, of course, 100% yes. And the way for you to do that is super simple. Take advantage of this three-step E-Circle success system. Step one is you want to jump on a call with myself. Very easy to do. Go to ecircleacademy.com. And you can go to the top right-hand corner, and there is a button there for getting on my calendar. Or you can go to my new 360 platform, Nikki360.com, and go uh, under contact and get on my calendar. Either one of those two is going to work. That's step one. Step two is sign up for our fantastic event for thought leaders and heart leaders. Come to the next one. Learn how to how to lead from your heart. Learn how to get your expertise out there in the form of a beautiful message. Learn how to monetize it while making a difference for people. And step three is grow your business, make a ton of money, and become one of those incredible human beings that gets to live a life of purpose, gets to live a life of impact, gets to make the difference that you were born to make because you deserve deserve this. Don't let your fear choke off your dreams. Everything you've ever wanted is on the side of getting past your fear. God bless you and God love you. Cora Cristobal, thank you so much for being on my show with me today. You're awesome. Thank you very much, Nikki. And I really, really appreciate this. And thank you. And looking forward to seeing you on September 7. 100%. 100%. Me too. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. And to find out more about the show and about today's incredible guests, the one and only Cora Cristobal and her incredible events, especially the one coming up on September 7th, where I'll be a featured speaker. Make sure you go deep into the show notes, you sign up for the event, and I look forward to seeing you there. Until next time, goodbye.